Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the 4040 Vision podcast, the ultimate sports history pod where hindsight is 4040. Before we get started, let's pay some bills and hear from our presenting sponsors. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of the 4040 Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Abdallah, and today I have with me a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a professional basketball player for Al Ittihad uh, Club in Alexandria, my boy Yusuf Shahata. What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So where where in the world is uh, is Yusuf right now? Where in the world? We're actually in uh, Tunisia right now, Monastir, Tunisia. Okay. And you're with uh, the yeah. national team, right? You guys doing a camp or are you playing some friendlies? What's up? Yep, yep. With the national team, we got this. Uh, so they, they call it windows, right? It's uh, basically qualifiers to get into the World Cup. Um, and our window, this, uh, this go-around, I guess, is in Tunisia. We got uh, our group, I guess. We played Tunisia. Cameroon and uh who's the third? Tunisia, Cameroon. Man, I'm trying to blank. <laughs> you you Uganda? Yeah, I think okay. I think Uganda. <laughs> All right, it sounds right. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh yeah, so I, I know we're gonna get to the you know, playing in Egypt and playing for the Egyptian national team, but I wanted to start off. I want to take you back to uh like your high school days. And at one time, I mean, you 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 came up in Tucson. I know you had a, a really good high school career. I did some research on you. I know you uh, were actually second team all state uh, your senior year, right? Yeah, yeah. High school was fun, man. High school was a blast. Um, just uh, sophomore year, we made the state championship, lost in the state championship. Junior year, um, came up with basically like all my buddies that I grew up with um, in Tucson and. Um, we made it to quarterfinals that year and then senior year, uh, I think we like got knocked out second round or so, but, um, high school is fun, man. Just, okay. just roll the ball out there and getting buckets and playing with the boys. And I mean, Arizona is kind of like a, it's a, like a low key, like, like basketball, like hotbed. It's not it's probably, people don't really think about it that way, but yeah. I mean, when I was doing my research, I seen some, some really talented names that, that came up there. Um, uh, Who's the yeah. best player that you played against? In high school? Um, high school yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I want to say, because um, with high school, you play like a lot of travel ball, right? So like AU and stuff like that. For sure, um, for sure. That counts too. Yeah. So I want to say out of high school, probably um, um, I was on the same court as Andre Drummond somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Shabazz Muhammad played against him like one tournament, even though he's like, so these guys were all older. So this tournament, it was in Las Vegas. And, you know, the our coach threw us in like the, I think we were like two age groups higher than us. I don't know why he did that, but you know how coaches are. Like they, they want to, he's trying to test you for competition. Yeah. Exactly. But, that turned on him because we got smacked like that tournament against all these big names, five-star recruits. And um, 
but yeah, travel ball, that's, that's what's cool about travel ball. You get to play against some super high level competition. And, um, you kind of get to try to like map yourself up against them. So, uh, I mean, at any point, you know, or at what point I should say during your high school career, like, did you decide, you know, I'm gonna try to play some college ball. Was there like a moment where it clicked where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm tearing these dudes up. I think I could play at the next level. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that was always a goal of mine. I think, uh, like, my brothers especially, they instilled that, like, sort of goal into me when I was a kid. Um, they were always telling me just, you know what I mean, like, just play basketball for as long as you can. Play basketball for as long as you can. Don't, don't get a job. Just play basketball. Play basketball. You know what I mean? So um, tr- going to college, um, the goal was to try to get a scholarship and um, just further your basketball career as far as it goes. Um, and alhamdulillah, man, like looking at it now, like it's, it's been a, a long way from high school to basketball, not to the pros. So yeah, you graduated, I guess it's just always been a goal. You graduated high school in 14, 2014. Yep. 14. Okay. Okay. And I mean, so I know you, you spent one year after college, uh, or sorry, after high school at, at Pima community. Um, did you have any other offers or did you decide like, I'm going to try to go the Juco route and then see what's up after that? Yeah, so it was kind of a crazy journey. Out of high school, I uh, didn't have too many offers, just like a bunch of JUCOs and like smaller, uh, like D3, D2 schools. Um, but my parents didn't really, uh, weren't fans of the JUCO route. So I took the uh, offer to an NAIA school in Nebraska, in Bellevue, Nebraska. Okay, so you didn't so, play at Pima <laughs> at all? So that was my sophomore year. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got yeah, you. yeah. So I did a year in Nebraska hated it right i was like okay <laughs> okay. i had like, it backwards i thought you went to pima then 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 uh yeah bellevue right yeah. is that the name of the school bellevue yep you got yeah. it so i went to bellevue terrible experience i mean fun ex- like you know what i mean like all the people that i met was cool like it was a 50 50 experience between just like whatever the good and bad but um but what didn't you like about it is it small town is it like what yeah so you, you know what i mean just <laughs> out in the middle <laughs> middle of nowhere man Bellevue is just in in Nebraska the weather just icy cold flat land like you know what I mean like you're just in this in this old town um the nearest like cities like whatever 25 30 minutes Omaha Nebraska whatever um, which is which is nothing so, special <laughs> nothing nothing too yeah. special exactly have you have you been I've I've driven through Nebraska twice uh I stopped in both Lincoln and Omaha not not much as I mean, Lincoln has the school, the University yep. of Nebraska, so that's kind of popping. But other than that, it's just like you said, it's cold, it's flat, not much going on. Boring, man. No mountains, <laughs> just straight flat earth, man. If you look at the horizon, it's just a straight line, man. There's nothing like, no type of action, man. It's crazy. But um, went but to the what school about and the, I was like... Yeah, what about the basketball aspect of it? I saw that you, you did get to play... Yeah. You know, I think in like most of the games there, but you just. Yeah, just did, yeah went, so that was the biggest it. thing. I was like, just, just saw the competition. I was like, man, like I I, I wanted like, first of all, in the conference myself, I knew like I was better than that level. Um, and that it was a so, NAIA school, right? NAIA school. Yep. Yeah. So um, I guess that was just the, the main reason why I wanted to go back to Juco and try to like, you know, get my name back out there and try to like. Uh, get a better um whatever just like a higher up level whether it's d2 d1 um and yeah that's what ended up happening okay yeah so you got went back got some tape and all that and 
so yeah. after after Pima, you ended up at, at Point Loma in San Diego, right? Yeah. So considerably nicer place <laughs> than uh, oh, above you, Nebraska. So what what was that like recruiting process like? Was there anywhere else that you were considering? And and ultimately, why did you why did you choose Point Loma? Yeah. No, it was cool, man. Uh, that that's what was fun about JUCO, actually, because that's the uh, um, that's the goal of everybody, right? Like everybody's trying to like hoop to the best of their ability abilities so that they could, you know, get those offers to to a higher level. So knowing that the coach kind of has this like free flow offense, let me kind of go do my thing. Um, and thankfully, like we had a good relationship, me and my JUCO coach, and just kind of let me ball out, so to say. So. Um, out of Juco, got the Point Loma offer, um, got like a small D1. Like they wanted me to, to take a visit in like southeastern Oklahoma. <laughs> There's another school in like Alaska. Another school so, in, same uh, vibes to Nebraska. Same vibes, right? So like just comparing all these schools, like if if you guys have seen the Point Loma campus in San Diego, California, it's, it's ridiculous. Plus like being close to family, my brother being in LA, I had my parents in Arizona, not too far of a drive. Um, so it was just an easy decision at the, at that time. And, uh, I mean, Point Loma's D2, right? So it's a, a step up from obviously JUCO and then and, and IAA. So like, what, what yep. was the, what was that transition like jumping up into, you know, a more competitive uh, form of basketball? Yeah, no, it was pretty smooth for the most part. Honestly, I think, uh, what made it smooth was just the group of guys that I came in with just super, uh, you know, easy to get along with. Um, I would say the a little like um, just a little uh, trip like in the road or whatever was that the coach that recruited me as I was coming into Point Loma, he, he took a different job to uh, I think it was like Santa Clara or something like that, somewhere up in the Bay. So I ended up actually playing for a different coach that actually recruited me at Point Loma. Um, with, which kind of like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, was it like that uh, caused really any issues? Like, yeah. getting started? Yeah, so I mean, just exactly. Yeah, so he probably just didn't have as much trust as as uh, I would have had with the previous coach that actually knew me, saw me play, and, you know, built a relationship with, right? Um, but, I mean, I still still got some, you know, good time, and uh, I wasn't really playing as big of a role as, as I would have with the, diff- with the other coach, but... I still enjoyed it, man. I'm, you know what I mean? Like you're playing basketball on scholarship and in San Diego, California, like you, you're on this beautiful campus on the cliffs of San Diego. I don't know if you've seen the campus, man. It's I, I have. Like, I mean, I've been to San Diego plenty of times. I've been to La Jolla <laughs> in the area. I, I know what it's like, so I can only Yeah, imagine, right? You know? So like, I wasn't too like, I, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you'd be down because like, you know what I mean? Like you, you know what you could offer for the team and, and all that, and all that stuff. But just just walking out of practice and seeing like a, a ridiculous sunset on the water of the Pacific. And you know what I mean? Like you can't be too mad at that at the end of the day. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> it makes sense. You gotta be it's appreciative of what you have, right? Yeah, for okay. sure. So what, what was the, like the highlight of your, your career there, your time there? Um, I want to say my junior year, I had this, uh, a really good run in the uh, Pac West um, conference tournament where I was just playing well, man, our, our point guard got hurt. So I stepped into his role and just put in great minutes, like was averaging, I want to say like, like 15, like 14, 15 points during that conference tournament. 
Um, we ended up getting to the to the championship game, but lost to Hawaii Pacific. But um, that was fun, man. It was it was it was cool to uh, to have the coach, you know, just throw me out there and, and uh, um, basically say like, okay, like this is this is your time. And you know, what I mean, like, thankfully, I was ready just because that's that's who I am. You know, what I mean, like, no matter what, I'm I'm always putting in the work. And and uh, you know, when your name is called, you gotta put your foot forward. So that's what I did. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, I, I know that you graduated, you finished up, you got your degree from there. Um, did you think I'm going to play pro ball right away? I mean, I, I did some creeping on your LinkedIn. I saw you uh, worked a little bit, you know, in corporate America for about a year. Or so uh, was that like part of the plan or did, you know, because I'm really curious. What I'm really curious about is how you you know, go from, you know, playing in San Diego to playing in Egypt. I know obviously you're you know, Egyptian background, but how did that happen? Yeah, no. So, I mean, the more you, the more you say, it's kind of a crazy journey, like going from Nebraska to Juco to D2 to work in a desk job for a little bit. Um, so the goal has always been to, to kind of like what I uh, explained a little bit earlier, or mentioned earlier, just to play basketball for as long as I could. Um, but after I graduated from Point Loma, um, I like threw my tape around to a bunch of agents um, in like Europe and around of uh, around like some of the Arab leagues, like in Saudi and Dubai and Qatar and stuff like that. Um, but wasn't really getting too much traction. So um, as like the overseas season like started to creep in, I like you know that's when I started to um, apply for jobs like you know that were coordinated with my with my major or whatever um so yeah like how you saw I worked for uh worked a little bit for corporate America I, I had like two sales jobs that I hated like working <laughs> a desk job just not couldn't for you. do it couldn't <laughs> do it man like it was it was cool like the whole competitive aspect of it like it, it kind of suited my competitiveness but yeah, like I'm kind of thankful like I was able to experience that because that's what kind of allowed me to see that, hey, like this isn't really for me. Like I remember just sitting, I think it was like third month into the job. I was just like, you know what? Like I got to go back to who? Like <laughs> I got to keep playing, man. So um, I think uh, what ended up happening after like I realized that I wanted to stop working was um, I found an Egyptian agent um, being that I'm, uh, I'm an Egyptian citizen as well as an American citizen. Um, I threw in my tape. Uh, he said he liked what he what he saw, so he uh, we flew out to Egypt. How'd you find this, dude? On this just, like trial? Do you find him just yeah. on on the internet, or was it through a connection, or was how'd you find this guy? Yeah, so it was the EuroBasket. Uh, there's like a EuroBasket website um where basically all the all the agents like throughout their profile on there and along with like other overseas players and stuff like that so when i saw that he was from egypt i hit him up emailed him and stuff like that and that's when like the back and forth started between us and uh what ended up happening was that he was like you know what there's a team that's interested in you but they they don't want to offer you anything yet they just kind of want to see you uh basically on a trial process like a tryout so i flew out thankfully played well um and then they offered me from there and this is a uh, alexandria sporting club right yeah that's where you started alexandria. okay so what, yeah. like, what was that that workout process like or the trial did they like have you play some games or was it just you know some three on three with some workouts like well, how'd they do it how'd they evaluate you 
So they had a trip to Greece. We went to Greece and played like three or four games. And they basically just threw me in the rotation um, and meshed well with the guys and uh, was just shooting the ball well, making the right decisions. And uh, the coach liked me. So So what's been the biggest difference between playing, you know, like pro ball in Egypt or overseas in general and, and, and college? What was what's the biggest difference? Uh, just the physicality, man. I'd, I'd say the physicality won because um, you're really just playing against grown men. Like, you're not playing against 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Like, these are, these are dudes with families. You know what I mean? Like, older guys. So, um, reffing, reffing can be absolutely trash out here sometimes. But it's like also super inconsistent. Like, super inconsistent. Like, sometimes they'll be calling it super ticky tack you know I mean touch fouls and then other times it turns into like football like you know what I mean like they're not calling anything out there everybody's tackling each other and stuff so um but other than that man it's it's, it's pretty good times like you're just playing basketball for for a check you know what I mean like yeah, so, that's right? cool. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I mean going from playing again in college to playing like like this is your job it's like what did you what did you change about your approach where you're like all right this is my job now this is not just something I'm I'm doing like you know it, along with being a student or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, um, you, you definitely um, realize how much free time you have when you don't have to study for two, three hours and have all these essays to write and stuff like that. Um, you learn how to take care of your body way more. Like, you, you're a pro now, you know what I mean? Like, your your body's your asset. So, at the end of the day, like, you just got to take care of it. And um, Whereas, like, in... In college, like when you're younger, you could just touch your toes, like you know what I mean, like do a couple of hammy stretches and just go out full sprints. Yeah, you stay up all right. night and you know do an all nighter. Then you go play ball and do your thing. Yeah, you don't feel yep. good. Eat, eat a eat a eat a bag of Cheetos and a, and a pizza right before practice and <laughs> do some defensive slides. Yeah, man, it's not like that anymore. No, that's no, serious, serious business. Uh, and I know, so last year, right, you started playing for the Egyptian national team as well, right? It was 2021. That was when you made your debut. Yeah. So like, yeah. what, what was that process like that, that recruiting process or, you know, like, do they come out to directly to you? Do they work through your team? Like what, how does that process work? Um, so basically the first year playing pro in Egypt, um, I like joined the team a little bit late, right. Just because of the whole uh, like tryout process that I had. Um, so played that whole first year. Once I like, you know, got my feet on the ground and like understood how everything worked, understand the game playing Egypt, understand, understood, you know what I mean? Like coaching styles and stuff like that. Uh, that's when I started to hoop a little bit. Like my second year was when I really like flourished a little bit, made a name for myself, um, put up some good numbers. Um, so at the end of that season, that's when the Egyptian national team called me, um, and started practicing with them and um, eventually just made the team. And, uh, I mean, do the, do the guys give you a hard time because you are uh, grew up in America or what? They treat you like Oh, yeah. I get all the jokes <laughs> all the time, man. It's, it's hilarious. No, I mean, it's that, that, that's, that's the Egyptian. Uh, Egyptians are always making jokes on no matter what. You know what I mean? Like Oh, for sure. So, so with me with me also being an american like the first year especially i was getting non-stop jokes you know what i mean like i was non-stop but now as i you know been it's with a little bit of like rookie hazing kind of huh 
exactly yep. yeah but the longer i've been with them it's it's chilled out a little bit but i mean i still get the the you know american joke every now and then and i, I mean i've been following you on instagram obviously so i see you do a, a lot of traveling with the national team what's what's the dopest place that you've been to with the team Ooh, i'm gonna say I was the Bahamas, man. We just went to the Bahamas like two weeks ago. Bahamas was dope. You guys played some college teams out there, huh? Yep, yeah. We played Ohio State, um, South Dakota or something like that, and the Puerto Rican national team. That's dope. And yeah, what's no, what's the place, what's somewhere that uh let me frame this, like what's somewhere that you're you're cool not going back to? Oh, um, That's a tough one. Probably Senegal, man. Senegal was uh, was a little rough. Rwanda was rough too. Went to Rwanda, but the, I liked I liked Rwanda's vibe because it was super clean and like they uh, they have this rule about plastic, right? Like so they have an initiative to just keep the country as clean as possible. Um, the rule of plastic is like as soon as you land, sometimes they'll do like random checks uh, of your bags and like whatever plastic that you have in your bag, they throw it away. You know what I mean? Like, so they have like a, a strict policy against plastic in Rwanda uh, to just keep the country as clean as possible. So Rwanda was actually kind of clean. Like um, Senegal was just tough just because we're like in the summer and like all these insects are like that I've never seen before in my life are coming into your room. And like, it was just hot and musty out. You know what I mean? Like it's this humid. Um, still a cool experience though. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Anywhere you get anywhere new you get to go. It's a, it's an experience to talk about and remember and all that stuff. Uh who's the yeah. best player you played against uh in uh with the national team? Oh, um That's a good question. Maybe somebody at the at Afrobasket last that was last summer, right? Yeah, Afrobasket was last summer. There was a guy after I didn't know his name, but he had to stay in the NBA for a little bit. He played for Angola. Uh Salah Salah Medjury plays for Tunis, seven footer, okay. played for the Mavericks for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a legit, legit NBA yeah. Uh, player. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he saw the Michael Rolls actually uh on Tunis too. He played for UCLA for for four years, plays in like high uh high like Euro leagues in Italy and stuff like that. Um who else? Now there's definitely some high level guys out here, man. Africa is coming up in terms of in terms of uh, level of basketball. Yeah, I know the the NBA is making uh, a big push. They got a big initiative to grow the game there. I think they got. I don't know if they're yeah. doing preseason games there, but there's you know some big name African players that come out and do their thing. I think Embiid and uh, Bob yep. Mute. I don't think he's still in the league, but he's still doing his thing out there. Uh, yeah, Luol is a big name too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a legit. I think he was an all star. So yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So what what have you like learned about yourself and and your approach to the game? Uh, you know, in playing, you know, this high level of basketball. You know, at the, the national team level. Yeah. No, I think um, the biggest thing that I've learned is just the the, the IQ aspect of the game. Um, just the more you understand um just coverages and the more you understand um uh 
you know what I mean, like defensive principles and what they're trying to run as, as far as, um, you know, the, the opposing team's focus. Um, this overall IQ, man, is, as far as decision-making, coming off the pick and roll, um, getting your team involved, taking the right shots when you need to, um, just being a, a good decision-maker overall, I'd say. Is there somebody that you try to patent, pattern your game after? Somebody you watch coming up or maybe somebody now? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I like uh, watching Chris Paul a lot, especially coming off the pick and roll. Like, he's he's an elite decision maker, just uh, just a scientist. Honestly, it's crazy to watch him come off the pick and roll. Um, I don't like that, answer, but but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're, I'm kidding. you're anti-Chris Paul? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not a, not a big, big Chris Paul guy. I, I mean, game recognized game, right? Like, I know he's he's great. He's, you know, damn near 40 years old. He's still balling. So he's doing something right. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, there's there's not too many Chris Paul fans out there. But <laughs> I can appreciate this big game. How about that? Oh no, absolutely. Kyrie's another big one just because of man, he's so fluid and, and just smooth with the ball. It's it's so entertaining to watch. Um this handles elite. Isaiah Thomas just because of his size, right? Um, how he's able to uh he had like a what year was it when he finished like what top three, top four in MVP rating? It was uh 20, 2017, I think. That's the 16, 17 season, I think. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm sensing right. a pattern here. Some like you know, smaller point guards. I mean, you're undersized point yeah. guards. So I, I get it. I get it. You're not gonna yeah. be watching like uh you know, people in the post and working exactly, on your low yeah. post moves and stuff. Damon is another big one. Yeah. I mean, he fits that mold, right? Is that that small yeah. guard that just you know he's a playmaker, scorer, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I know we talked. You said it a few times that you know one of your goals is just to try to play basketball, you know, as long as possible. So I mean, how long do you do you anticipate? How long do you see yourself doing this? Um, that's a good question. I, I want to say just I want to play it by ear, man. I think uh, I just signed a contract for another three years um with it ahead but you never know man at the end of the day like I'm I'm enjoying this right now um I kind of wanted to see how I feel after this contract um you you never know man maybe uh I get a, another good offer inshallah like after these three years and, and end, up, end up taking that um but I think the biggest thing man is um coming back to the States eventually, right? Like, I, I don't want to keep living out in Egypt <laughs> for the rest of my life. Um, so I think that it's just trying to navigate that and, and understand when the time is right. But um, just playing it by ear, man, to see how the body feels, see how I feel mentally, um, and just take it from there. I mean, have you have you thought about what, what you want to do next? Or is that, you know, too far in the yeah, future? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, definitely want to stay close to the game, man, whether it's uh, training or a skills training or, um, you know, an NBA job, whether it's. You said what? You said what about coaching? Yeah, no, coaching is definitely in there, too. Mm -hmm. um, try to get my foot in the door in the NBA somehow, whether it's, you know, uh, skills, like be a skills trainer on the team or skills development. Um, either e even if it's like whatever the video coordinator anything man like i'm just want to stay close to the game somehow 
Yeah, and I know there's there's a ton of different roles. I mean, we we did an interview uh, about a month or so back uh, with uh, Mushtaba Al Gouda. He's a uh, uh, team uh, development manager with the Warriors, um, and I mean, he was talking about some of the stuff that he does, like the day to day things that yeah, I didn't even know the NBA like really had a role for. Um, but yeah. they take you know they take they love having you know former pros or former college players uh, you know in those roles because they can you know strap up and. Uh, playing scrimmages yeah. and stuff with the team, so uh, you know. That's hopefully, dope. whenever it is, you do call it quits. There's a there's some opportunity waiting for you. Uh, yeah, there, man. So. And that's the goal, man. I think I think that's what's uh, cool about playing pro right now is that I'm just building up this resume, right? Like, so that when that time does come, like it'll, um, I, I'll have that experience, and they'll look at it as as an advantage for me. So. Yeah, you make some connections, build up that that credibility. Cool, man. For sure. All right. So, but before I let you go, uh, my buddy Osama, who's not uh, able to make it to this pod today, but he loves asking his food questions. So I got a couple food questions for you. So, me. Uh, when you're feeling homesick, when you're like, "Damn, I miss I miss America," <laughs> when you're in <laughs> Egypt or traveling around, what's what's your go to like? I'm homesick food. <laughs> Um, man, I'll, I'll get these Chick-fil-A cravings like I'm a pregnant lady sometimes. It is crazy. <laughs> but the problem is, is that there's no Chick-fil-A out here, man. So you got to make do with what we got. So it's like, um, you got KFC or Popeye's, right? Yeah, is you Popeyes got KFC. Okay. No, there's no Popeye's, but you got KFC. They call it Kentucky out here, dude, with the A. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> what else, man? Um... Just a, a good, just a solid burger, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes the burgers out here taste like kofta. You know what I mean? Just the... Bro, I'm saying, yeah, I remember when we would go there, like, even, like, a McDonald's burger, it just it didn't taste the same. Right? I don't know what I don't know. it is about. I don't, know if it's a, I don't know if it's a seasoning or, like, how they grill the meat. I don't know what it is, but sometimes it straight tastes like kofta, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And kufta is like uh, kebab for for those of y'all that don't like a ground beef kebab. Uh, yeah. All right. So, other than the the homesick food, what's like your go to go to meal? Whether it's like like what do you eat on the daily to to you know stay in shape and all that? Yeah. So I mean our our meals, especially like when we're in camp, right? Um, they'll usually be like the the classic like the rice and chicken with your veggies. Um, sometimes I'll mix it up, give you, get you some pasta and, and some, some, uh, some like steak or like beef. Um, but, but they, that's, that's usually how it is, man. Just like a grain and a protein and some veggies. That's the boring stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so what's next for you? What's the, uh, what's this season looking like? Uh, you know, anything that you're particularly excited about or looking forward to about this year? This is your first year, first year with the new team, right? With the new team, yep. No, I'm excited, man. It's uh, it's gonna be a a bigger step just because the last three years I've been like playing for a team that's that was kind of middle of the pack, right? Wasn't really playing for uh for a championship or or a cup or any like the bigger tournaments that we have in the year, right? So, um, we have this uh, Arabian Cup coming up in a few weeks. That's gonna be in Kuwait. Um, and then like, uh, another, like a mid-season tournament, 
But the, the good thing is, is that all these tournaments and cups and championships, like we're we're playing for, you know what I mean? Like we're we're in the the hunt for. So it's going to be a, a change from the last three years, where we're always uh, going to be competing for for uh, for a championship. That's exciting, man. I'm uh, you know looking forward to catching your games. I, I watched a couple of them. Then the Afro Basket I was on ESPN Plus. I don't know if we can catch. Uh, the the Etihad games here in the U.S., but definitely be following you on uh, the Afro Basket sites and all that stuff. Trying to see what's up, with of course on your Instagram, you got to be more active. That's all I got to say. You got to post more, man. man. I'm terrible at social media, man. I gotta get better at that. But you gotta like hire somebody right. to be your social media guy, right? I gotta do something, man. But I honestly just started like the whole social media presence like not too long, like last summer, I want to say. So just starting late and. Gotta get better with it, man. Yeah, you gotta post your highlights. You can make a killing doing like travel blogging. All the places <laughs> that you go. That's what I'm that's what you. I'm most excited to see. I mean, obviously I want to see you ball, but you know, I'm yeah. like, where is this dude at this these days? I always gotta <laughs> gotta check in. I got you. Well, cool. I'm man. gonna start tagging you every, yeah, every, you better. every post on my story. I'm uh <laughs> I'm gonna throw you on there. I appreciate it, bro. All right, man. Well, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Uh, that's that's our show for today so thank you again Yusuf for uh, your time today so again Yusuf is uh, playing pro ball uh, over in Egypt with uh, Itihad um, and Alexandria uh, make sure to, to follow him on Instagram it's uh, yshahata14 right uh, yep. and you can find follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at 4040visionpod make sure to check out uh, our episodes uh, on Spotify, Apple Pods wherever you can find podcasts uh, so thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. It's messed up when your mind is playing tricks on you.